A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Buck Rising in for Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. Make sure you like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly, truly do make everything happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys, including TennesseeTickets.com, zero hidden fees. Unlike all those other websites, we're talking about trust today with Tom Brady rumors. You can trust Tennessee Tickets with your money when it comes to any ticket purchase you're looking for, whether it's a sporting event in town or an away sporting event, any concert, any venue you're trying to get into, TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. Promo code AZ10 for another $10 off your savings. TennesseeTickets.com. Renters Warehouse is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. RentersWarehouse.com to be exact because there are alternatives to selling your home when you move. RentersWarehouse.com. Uh, they can help you continue to build equity in the home you already own uh, by others renting out your home, paying your mortgage, and then some renterswarehouse.com is where to go. And man, do the pulse of fitness because one 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. The science is real. The results are real. Uh, and your first workout is always free at Mandu.com. That is where to go. So, uh, I've got an update about Mandu uh, oh. later on in the show. And about- I uh, actually just bought Tennessee uh, or bought Preds tickets. Courtesy of Tennessee ah, tickets. So how about mine. that? I'm actually looking to get some concert tickets for next month there from TennesseeTickets.com, where I already saw that I can save uh, a few bucks uh, from TennesseeTickets.com. Okay, <laughs> so Buck, we have yet to have, I think, an on-record conversation about Tom Brady and the Titans and the potential of this being a pair. Here's the audio that came out yesterday, where ESPN's Adam Schefter goes on. The Rich Eisen Show, which is an NFL network slash, I don't know what property Rich Eisen Direct Show is. Direct TV. Direct TV, whatever it is. Fox Sports Radio. So, Adam Schefter, this was just an, a question asked to Schefter about Tom Brady's future. Not about the Titans and Tom Brady, but it opened into question about Tom Brady's future, and here is what Adam Schefter had to say. I mean, I always thought this was possible, but I got even more of a hint that it's more possible. Jeff Dawson basically... I mean, handicapped the Titans as the favorite right now, which I was like, whoa, okay. I knew that Tennessee was an option, but he made it out to be more of an option than I realized it to be. And in his mind, uh, to rank the teams right now would be Tennessee, Las Vegas, and New England. Huh. And, and and I thought that was and, – and, and, and his explanation of things on the podcast was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my, my takeaway from that was – I think we all need to pay a little bit more attention to Tennessee here than we thought. And Tennessee is more viable as a potential Tom Brady destination than we thought. And Tennessee, I expect to be in the mix. Now, Schefter went on to say that he expected um, uh, the the Vegas Raiders to be in the mix, also the Chargers, and obviously the potential that Tom Brady does return to New England. But the Titans the favorite. Yes. Everybody, everybody freak out. Everybody panic. Sound so, all the alarms. So, Buck, your initial reaction, because we kind of texted <laughs> back and forth in our group chat about this. We wrote an article about it, uh, com. You can hear more of Zach Reagan's opinion about what all that means. But, Buck, what did you think initially after uh, seeing this new – report slash rumor from Adam Schefter. Well, I'd be a hypocrite if I sat here and said that Derrick Henry to me represents a risk if I didn't think the same about Tom Brady. Tom Brady going to be 43 years old. Tom Brady represents a greater risk at quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. He's going to be 43 or he's now he's currently 43. He's just come off one of the worst seasons of his career in a year where he looks slower and his awareness wasn't what it usually is. Tom Brady's ability to recognize things was depreciably worse, I thought, over the course of watching him last season. I don't think it's the best option at quarterback for them, but am I intrigued by the idea of it as a media member? Hell yes! That sounds like so much fun to have Tom Brady here in Nashville. From a put football perspective, though, 
I don't think it gives you a better option than what you might have in Tanner. Now, Rob asked on Periscope. We'll get to more of your comments here in a second because I got a comment that I'm kind of going to tee off on here in a little bit. But uh, <laughs> but Rob... All right, pissed off for greatness. Uh, already. It's, it has nothing to do with the topic. Happy gonna, Thursday. So Rob asked, what would the Titans have to pay Brady? What, what's your opinion on, on that comment from Rob? Uh, I, working off the assumption that Tannehill is probably going to be $30 million annually, uh, the franchise tag would obviously lessen that based on what whatever happens with Dak Prescott, but you're probably looking between 35 and 33 million for Tom Brady. Now there's a possibility that some team like the Chargers who could offer him more might offer him more, but I think that's kind of what you have to consider between 35 and $40 million, a two year contract I would imagine is likely. Uh, maybe they do the same way that they did Tom's last contract, which is one year and then a player option um, and see how that goes. B-Red says 35 to 40 million. It could get close to 40, but I think right now you have to think 33 to 35. Now, so I want to read some comments. Roy says, I think Tannehill deserves and has earned his contract. You cannot let Tannehill go. We'll talk about what's better for the Titans franchise, Tannehill versus Brady, uh, later on. But I, I do have the one aspect about these rumors specifically of why I kind of find them trustworthy, and then we'll get to uh, we'll get to your trust level in these rumors. Now, Ryan is the comment I was going to tee off on. So, Ryan Fields <laughs> get says, ready, Ryan. <laughs> my dreams have come true. My favorite all-time quarterback on my favorite NFL team. Being a Michigan fan, it's like Christmas. Ryan, Ryan, you're a Kentucky fan. I know you're a Kentucky fan because you talk continuous trash about Kentucky all the time. But I guess Ryan's just one of those Kentucky basketball fans that picks a different college football team. So I thought that was ironic and funny uh, there for Ryan to talk about how Michigan's his favorite college football team when he is a, a, an obnoxious Kentucky fan for most of the year when it comes to our comment section. So now we move on. Well, I mean, and if, and if he's a Kentucky fan, he clearly has bad taste. So yes, we can talk it, about that another day. Exactly. Exactly. So I do think there's one aspect of why you should find this trustworthy. So I'm going to play this audio. This is what Zach and I talked about Tuesday morning, because this is what Adam Schefter said Monday. I don't think that the Titans want him to leave Tennessee, and I don't think he wants to leave Tennessee. So this becomes a question of whether the two sides can work out a long-term agreement that keeps him in Tennessee, or whether the Titans then would go and just use their franchise tag on Ryan Tannehill. But it's hard to envision a scenario in which Tannehill does not return to Tennessee considering the success that both sides enjoy with each other. We'll see how they handle it. Again, still a couple of weeks here before it really heats up. February 25th, I believe, is the first day that teams can start to use their franchise tags. But Tannehill is expected back in Tennessee. We'll just see how that shakes out. So that's very different. It's a was, lot different. That was Monday. Yeah. Monday, Tannehill expects to be in Tennessee, and then we'll see how it happens, whether it's a franchise tag or whether it's a long-term deal. And now Wednesday, Adam Schefter says that it feels like the Titans are the favorite. And here's what I actually find trustworthy about this. It's not that Adam Schefter said it. It's actually where it came from Adam, Adam Schefter's podcast, Jeff Darlington. Because Jeff Darlington is the one that Schefter said handicapped the Titans as the favorite to land Tom Brady. Because who is Adam? Who is who is Jeff Darlington closest with? What NFL franchise has Jeff Darlington spent the most time with? The Miami. The Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. And where Jeff Darlington came, Jeff Darlington covered the AFC Championship game with Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs. Jeff Darlington covered Ryan Tannehill in Miami as well. So is Jeff Darlington, does he know anything from the Tannehill side of things and also know something from the Tom Brady side of things where he's kind of putting all these different things together? I think Jeff Darlington is a good NFL reporter for ESPN. He doesn't have a track record of just being factually incorrect that often. So I find it the fact that, that this comes from Jeff Darlington is I find that to be trustworthy to a certain level. Now, this is still a report. It's not true yet. It's not fact yet. We don't know what's going to happen. We still have until next week, until teams can start using the franchise tags. So how do you feel about the Jeff Darlington aspect of this? Do you well, agree with me? It's like well, what Titans for Life says on, uh, on Periscope. I love how the Titans are playing this thing close to the best. This is a situation with, and yes, I do agree with you, that Jeff Darlington has 
Jeff Darlington knows Ryan Tannehill for a long time. It was very close with him during the Miami Dolphins, their time together in Miami. And every time that we would see Jeff at Titans games, typically on the road, they were he and Tannehill having conversations as yeah. if they were yeah. uh, uh, close acquaintances is probably the best way to put that. So I would trust Jeff Darlington on all things Ryan Tannehill. Uh, and I think that the situation, though, I think the situation legitimately got complicated by the fact that Tannehill changed his representation. I mean, I I think that the CAA thing is, while it may still be a better chance than not that Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans next year. I don't think that having them involved, CAA, who is about making the most money possible for both CAA and the agent and the client who the agent represents, I think that's legitimately going to bog things down when you're asking, for, well, if Tannehill costs as much as Tom Brady, shouldn't we just get Tom Brady? I think that's a real thing. All right, Tommy says if the Titans get TB12, then the Patriots will get Ryan Tannehill. Cody says, I'm out on Brady. He's the GOAT, but he's past his prime. Uh, Rashad says, I don't think uh, Ryan Tannehill goes anywhere. He thinks Tannehill's coming here. So here's what we want to ask you guys now, because I think that Jeff Darlington is what you can actually trust and find trustworthy in the latest Tom Brady to the Titans rumors. Uh, Jeff Darlington, who's covered Ryan Tannehill for a number of years uh, in Miami, also this past year in Tennessee, and also Tom Brady uh, in New England. Jeff Darlington being attached with Adam Schefter. And, and Adam Schefter wouldn't just go out there and say these things without there being something to it. So how much do you guys trust the latest reports of Tom Brady and the Titans having mutual interest. But first, let me tell you guys about TennesseeTickets.com. Buck just said he bought Preds tickets via TennesseeTickets.com. If you want to go to the Preds game on Saturday night where they're hosting a home game Saturday night, that's the best time to get downtown in Nashville. How about this? If you go buy tickets on like StubHub or Ticketmaster or whatever, they're not going to give you free drinks and free food before the game. But nope. Tennessee tickets absolutely will. They will give you free food, free drinks at the downtown Hilton next door to the arena. Uh, if you buy tickets via TennesseeTickets.com, you're going to save some money because they have zero hidden fees, unlike those other sites. And also, promo code AZ10 saves you another $10 off your purchase. So Saturday night... Uh, against Columbus, you can get free food and free drinks uh, from TennesseeTickets.com at the Hilton. So check that out. It's a great time, as always, TennesseeTickets.com. Yeah, let's booze together at the Hilton. I'll be there at the Tennessee Tickets pregame party, you so you should come hang out, and we'll have a cocktail. A to Z Sports, powered by our friends at Tennessee Tickets. Buck Rising in for Zach Bingham, Austin Stanley alongside. We have just posed the question to you, how much do you trust the reports that the Titans are the favorite, according to Adam Schefter, yesterday on the Rich Eisen Show, to land Tom Brady. Give us a number, 1 through 10. How much do you trust these reports that are now out there in the news cycle? All right, so Lane says uh, it doesn't get more legitimate than Adam Schefter. Uh, Ryan says he trusts it with a 10 out of 10. Ethan Ramsey says it's the offseason, so stories are going to get overblown. Fact. Uh, he gives the reports a 4 out of 10. Larry says uh, uh, if the Titans get Tom Brady, they're going to be the most hated team in the NFL. Colton says he, he thinks it's a 5. It's up in the air. It's the NFL, and literally anything could happen or, or, be, or be said from now until February 25th, which is the franchise tag deadline. Other uh, numbers coming in. Rush My Luck says uh, 7. Uh, Loke Dog says 3. Brian says 7. Uh, 8-2 numbers says <laughs> I'm the ultimate Patriots hater, but when it comes to – uh, Tom Brady being interested, you get the deal done. They represent all things winning. Why wouldn't you take Tom Brady? Honestly, like to to have the words come out of my mouth that you would prefer Tannehill to Tom Brady is borderline blasphemy. Yeah, and so uh, I think it was Tress uh, said, uh, he said nine. Schefter's always on point because Adam Schefter says this Wednesday afternoon and then Wednesday night, Adam Schefter blows up this huge report about a new CBA being in the works where there's going to be seven playoff teams from each conference, an extra wild card game, and they're looking at going to 17-game schedule like in 2020. Yeah, they're so, totally changed. The NFL yes, and so Adam Schefter has this Tom Brady to the Titans and this new CBA thing all in the same day. 
Uh, so there is a lot to Adam Schefter. Big so, day for Adam Schefter. Yes, uh, for sure. Chris says, this is lying season, but Schefter is very valid. He gives it a 7 out of 10. Uh, Jose says a 1 or 2. Uh, so, Buck, what is your trust level of trust in the latest Titans-Tom Brady reports not just from Adam Schefter, but also from Jeff Darlington, both of ESPN. Quickly, Periscope, uh, Tress on Periscope says, yeah, I didn't say that at all. Well, that's probably... Well, no, Comment that, scroll. No, it makes a ton of sense because usually anything that Tress has to say isn't worth saying, so that would make perfect sense that Tress didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> my level of confidence is a nine for uh, what Adam Schefter has to say about Tom Brady and these particular reports for a variety of reasons, and I'll tell you why. Adam Schefter, at this particular point, they don't have free agency begins on March 18th. That is when the teams have to have to make decisions or can begin the legal tampering period for free agency. March 18th is the date that you're looking for. And when you look at that, there's a lot that could change between now and March 18th. The combine, which we're getting ready to go to, and we'll have great coverage for you at A to Z Sports. All of, after hours in all of these bars around downtown Indianapolis, this is when the rumors of the Tennessee Titans being interested in Antonio Brown come about because this is when the entire this, league is together is around, and having these conversations. It's when John Robinson had the conversation with the Eagles about trading for DeMarco Murray. Like, all that happened exactly. at the Combine. So, that's, that's something I didn't even, haven't even thought about, I guess, because the Combine is next week, and Buck will be up there giving great coverage. But I, I do think that, that gives a lot. So, what was your number again? Uh, my number was a 9. A because 9 out of 10 and trusting the sources. And trusting, uh, and trusting Schefter and the sources because – Secondly, my first, my first, uh, my first uh, inclination is that is that you have to look at who the story benefits. Anytime there is news that comes out, you have to consider: okay, why would that party leak that information and want it out there for Adam Schefter's seven million Twitter followers and all of the people that watch ESPN and Directv and the Rich Eisen Show? Who does that most benefit? It most benefits, the Rich Eisen Show. It most benefits the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show is 1,000%. We're all and, talking about and Rich. And the Adam Schefter podcast that Adam Schefter... <laughs> if you listen to it again... Okay, we'll play the audio once again because there are people that are jumping in and out of the show. We get that, how, how you guys come in and out. They yeah. have not heard the audio. So also, pay attention to how... how professionally Adam Schefter just leads you to have to go listen to his own podcast too. But here is Adam Schefter talking about Tom Brady and the Titans on the Rich Eisen Show yesterday. I mean, I always thought this was possible, but I got even more of a hint that it's more possible. Jeff Darlington basically, I mean, handicapped the Titans as the favorite right now, which I was like, whoa, okay. I knew that Tennessee was an option, but he made it out to be more of an option than I realized it to be. And in his mind, uh, to rank the teams right now would be Tennessee, Las Vegas, and New England. Huh. And, and and I thought that was and, – and, and, and his explanation of things on the podcast was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my, my takeaway from that was I think we all need to pay a little bit more attention to Tennessee here than we thought. And Tennessee is more viable as a potential Tom Brady destination than we thought. And – Tennessee, I expect to be in the mix. So it's funny. Schefter says his explanation on the podcast was very interesting, but gave you nothing about what Jeff Darlington's it's a hell of a tease. Heady plays. I mean, Adam Schefter, a pro, play. a pro in multiple areas. So, <laughs> all right. So, who does that most benefit, though? It, it, um, when you're Not talking Rich about Eisen yeah, show. that like, information, yeah. How, um, Tom that Brady. most benefits Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. That's all about leverage for Tom Brady. Of course Tom Brady would want there to be viable other options outside of the New England Patriots because in a year when Tom is tired of taking hometown discounts, Tommy's about to legitimately enjoy all of the benefits of free agency. This is the first time that he's really had a real go out of it. And any NFL player will tell you that you should have the opportunity to test the free agency market at least once in your career to see exactly what's out there for you. That's the whole benefit of becoming a free agent. The leverage for once is in the, is it the ball is for once in the court of the player rather than the organization. Yeah. Now yeah, Robert says, I went to listen to Adam Schefter's podcast early this morning about it. Exactly. So Eddie plays. Schefter got Robert right there. <laughs> uh, he's in Robert's feed now forever. Uh, so yeah, is, is Tom Brady too old? Cause I've seen Loke dog and other people say that he's too old. Why would the Titans want to yes, do this? Yes, he's too old. But, it, but, and that's, 
And, and Rob says, imagine ticket sales. Imagine everything if the Titans landed Tom Brady. And Every, if they had Derrick Henry. Yes, which I think, and we kind of talked about this uh, this morning before the show, that the Titans would still be able to afford Derrick Henry if they signed either Ryan Tannehill or Tom Brady. In fact, I think the Brady thing would be very much predicated on the idea of having Derrick Henry back here. I don't think Tom Brady wants to play without Derrick Henry here in Nashville. I think that's a very real thing. And we all watched Tom Brady in that wildcard playoff game look like unimpressive. He wasn't... Uh, he was throwing to 84-year-old Ben that, Watson. That's my, like, that was what I was going to get to. Yeah. He was throwing to old-ass Ben Watson. He was also throwing to Muhammad Sanu that didn't happen to have uh, Julio Jones or Calvin Ridley on the same field either. So Muhammad Sanu couldn't get open. Julian Edelman is basically kept together with duct tape and KT tape uh, all last year. So <laughs> And James White is not any good. Rex Burkhead's without a team now, too. Somebody just so, said, keep Lewis for Brady. Hell out of here. Keep De- Deion Lewis uh, for Deion Lewis Brady. is a cap casually to actually create space to have to pay Ryan Tenniel, Tom Brady, uh, or Henry, or whoever else they're going to Just like the sacrificial screen passes with Deion Lewis, Deion Lewis's salary is now sacrificed for the purposes of bringing Tannehill, Henry, and maybe Tom Brady back the next. Uh, for sure. A to Z Sports here <laughs> live on a Titans Thursday, uh, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. So, uh, again, I trust the Jeff Darlington aspect. You say it's a 9 out of 10. I trust it. I don't know if I'm going that high. That's like... Okay, you saying 9 out of 10 doesn't mean you think it's actually going to happen. The Titans are going to sign Tom Brady. You just think that the Titans are legitimately in the mix for Tom Brady. Yes, and I trust the sourcing on it. I have I have a 9 out of 10 confidence in the sourcing, and I have a 9 out of 10 confidence in the, the idea that the story is very much out there because, as we just talked about, it very much benefits Tom Brady. It wouldn't be out there if it wasn't. So here's the question I want to get to next because I absolutely think if I'm Tom Brady – and I'm going to leave New England, then the Tennessee Titans make a lot of sense to me, Tom Brady. I think that's obvious. But if you're the Tennessee Titans, who is better for the Titans franchise? Is it signing Tom Brady, who will be 43 years old by the time next season rolls around? Or is it to re-up Ryan Tannehill, who just took you and helped you get to the AFC Championship game after riding the bench for the first six weeks of the season and put up crazy numbers and so do you want to run it back with ryan Tannehill and derrick henry that's or, what derrick wants or to do. or do you are you intrigued and you think tom brady is better so who is better for the titans organization is it ryan Tannehill or is it tom brady but before we get your comments buck and y'all's comments watching let me tell you some updates about Mandu, your boy has officially dropped 20 pounds of fat since July with Mandu. That's just not losing 20 pounds. That's losing the right 20 pounds. I've dropped eight and a half, almost 9% body fat since July. Uh, I'm getting healthy, and Mandu is helping me do that. Mandu shows me the science behind what my body needs more of. I also get to simulate a lot of weight room time in just 15 minutes with Mandu's 15-minute electronic muscle stimulation workout. I know I need to gain more muscle mass in my legs so I can focus on that. The in-body analysis shows me everything about what I need to do better, what I need to take in more of, less of, whatever it might be, more cardio, more, more, more carbs. Sometimes you need more carbs. Mandu and the in-body analysis can show you that. Yeah, Rob says Buck lost nine pounds of hair. That's true. I've lost 20 pounds of fat in the last eight months because of what Mandu has shown me, and I've kept that off too. Mandu.com, your first workout, absolutely free. A to Z Sports, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Promo code AZ10 is where you go for $10 off for all your concert and sporting event needs. I'm going to the the Preds game on Saturday and the Tennessee Tickets pregame party at the Hilton, courtesy of Tennessee Tickets. Join me, if you want, for free food and free booze at TennesseeTickets.com. Asking you guys the question, who is better for the Tennessee Titans with all of this Brady stuff out there in the news? Who's better for the Titans organization, Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill? So, again, I I said earlier, before the tease and the setup here for this conversation, I said that Tom Brady, if I'm him, I'm looking at the Titans, that makes more sense than the Chargers. It makes more sense than the Raiders. The Raiders have John Gruden. I know that John Gruden uh, is going to control everything about that offense, and if I'm Tom Brady... I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to have the constant headbutt with Chucky's dense skull about what the offense needs to be like. I don't want to go to the Chargers who might who will have Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen and 
Joey Bosa, and that's kind of about it. I don't want to go to the Chargers, even though it's in L.A., and that might be attractive to Giselle and to me off the field. If I'm Tom Brady, I don't want to deal with those two organizations. Tom Brady makes $150 million as soon as he goes to Los Angeles. It doesn't. Yeah, true. Off the field. Off the field. But he's still making... Him moving to Nashville is not going to hurt his off-the-field money-making abilities. It's just not going to propel it like L.A. would It would, would do. lessen it, for sure. But it's not going... It, well, it won't drop off from what he is. He's still going to make insane amount of money because of the brand that Tom Brady is right now. Yeah, but Brady, the whole the whole point... We'll, we'll talk about yeah, this. Yeah, again, I get that. And, and Tom, Brady's not, Tom Brady's not trying to go make more money off the field right now. That's not Tom Brady's goal at 43. His It's on the priority list, but it's not that high. Highest for Tom Brady's priority list is to... Uh, win another title and tighten up says Echo's a free agent. He's a restricted free agent, which means he's going to be back with the Chargers. So, uh, but I think Tom Brady knows that he and Mike Vrabel will jive. That makes sense. Mike Vrabel is also going to be the de facto defensive coordinator this year, which basically means Tom Brady is not going to have the head coach stepping all over the toes of his own offense. And maybe Arthur Smith and Tom Brady work well together, but you at least have. The, the front office with John Robinson and the head coach with Mike Vrabel, they go together and they make sense. The defense is good. They're going to be healthier next year after losing some guys to injury. The defense is going to be solid. The weapons on the outside, A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Jonu Smith, Derrick Henry, hell, Anthony Ferkser, Adam Humphreys, who Tom Brady wanted last offseason. That's so much better than what Tom Brady would have in New England, what he would have in uh, Vegas and what he would have in LA with the Chargers. So if I'm Tom Brady, the Titans make all the sense in the world. But does it make sense for the Titans? Because if you're the Tennessee Titans, you think you can view your, this window as an actual legitimate chance to vie for a Super Bowl appearance in the next three to four years with the roster you've built and the cap situation you're in. This is a time to go for it. Is Tom Brady going to help get you there over Ryan Tannehill? Or do you say, this is the time where the franchise gets put on the actual map around the NFL and becomes relevant, and you boost your fan base, you boost your revenue just by signing Tom Brady, even if on the football field it doesn't make as much sense as Ryan Tannehill? Uh, those are two totally different conversations. Exactly, and that's, and that's why I framed the question, what's best for the Titans organization? Because you can answer that however you want, football wise and marketing wise. We'll get to your com or we'll uh, we'll get to our answers here in a second. Let's read some comments. Eight two six one nine seven eight says Vrabel is capable of getting Brady acclimated to how they run the offense. A lot of you saying that you would prefer Ryan Tannehill as Justin Collins does. He says Tannehill is better for keeping team chemistry together. Alex says I think either way Tannehill or Brady will be a bridge QB. Regardless, we are picking up a QB in this or next year's draft. Brady will bring a bigger spotlight to Nashville. However, Tannehill probably gives us the best option to win. So, so, so you guys what, are fed sitting. I know. So I just laid that out there. I'm yeah. going to lay out the situation, and I want you guys to pick a side. Which is more important? Marketing, revenue for the Titans, or, or winning. winning for the yeah. Tennessee Titans? That's a, that's How a, do you prioritize that? I mean, I know. For, I think, I feel like, what would Zach say? <laughs> Zach would say marketing. Zach would absolutely say. What would he? Well, I well Zach. Here, here's what Zach would say. I think Zach would say marketing, but Zach would tie it in to where they both work. Both work in concert because the ultimate money making proposition is to be the last team standing in the NFL. That is the highest prior priority. That is the highest profile. That is the greatest mountaintop and the biggest platform that any NFL team can reach winning the Super Bowl, and the results of that are, are great. Are, are, there's a lot of income that comes into the organization and to the players because of the playoff bonus checks. All of those things are true. And then you're the talk of the entire next offseason. But there is such a slim chance of you winning the Super Bowl that if it came to the organizational purposes, the thing that would make the most sense, the thing that is more bankable – is Tom Brady here because you know you would make more money off of him regardless of whether you make the Super Bowl or not? If you're talking organizationally, from a money-making perspective, Brady makes more sense than Tannehill because you know you can bank Tom Brady now. You can't necessarily bank on making it to the Super Bowl because as Tom Brady just showed you, it's not necessarily given just because you're Tom Brady. I actually think that it – look, I think – I don't know what the odds would be, but it would be – it would be 
you would not be able to win a bunch of money if there was a bet you can make where uh, is the Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill versus the field or Tannehill and Brady versus the field where I think it's either going to be Tannehill or Brady. Now, more of that's going to be Tannehill than Brady, but those two, I think the Titans are in a win-win situation. If they re-sign Ryan Tannehill, now you can, you're, you're, you're telling the fans, the fan base, that we are going to take all of what we just built in the AFC title game and run it back. Let's go do it again. That's what the Titans' message would be. But also, if the Titans sign Tom Brady, then the message to the fans is, we are going all in on this right now. We are going all in on Super Bowl 55 right now. And so that's a win-win for the Tennessee Titans. Now, I saw somebody that said that two years of Brady is better than four years of Tannehill. If there's any, are you sure? That's I, I don't know the the person who said that. I don't think that. so. I don't necessarily think that's so. At the longer this go, I, I I honestly feel I said this before that Ryan Tannehill feels like a better fit for Derrick Henry than Tom Brady feels like a fit for Derrick Henry. Yeah, because Tannehill can take advantage of the entire defense going towards Derrick Henry and then run for twenty yards. Yeah, like we, like you mentioned this uh, on one of the platforms. I've cited it many many times. I think you were talking about the Jags' opening play from scrimmage, maybe when you were filling in with Zach in the midday one eighty on one hundred four five on Monday, where you talk about Tannehill's running ability is able to hit you know let him pick up twenty yards on the first play from scrimmage for the Tennessee Titans, where Tom Brady's picking up two. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill gives you more of what you're looking for in today's NFL, a quarterback that you have to scheme for because he can do things with his legs. Brady, you don't have to worry about. It's just those trick plays where he tries to catch the ball and looks like a baby giraffe falling all over himself in the process. Those things don't exactly look smooth with Tom Brady, and they're not going to get any better at 43, uh, given what he is. Here's, here's the thing that you have to look at, though, because what they have here in Nashville is, is pretty unique. This is why Tannehill has a ton of leverage, because what they, can, what they know they have right now on that roster next year, it's not Derrick Henry, it's not Ryan Tannehill, right, right now, yeah, yeah. right now the best thing that they have on that roster is A.J. Brown. And AJ, I think they have several good things in the roster. They have though. several good things, but the best thing, the thing that the fans are most excited about, the thing that they know is an explosive offensive weapon that gets people excited and helps them score points is A.J. Brown. And who has a better connection with A.J. Brown than Ryan Tannehill? I have seen over the course of being in that locker room every day throughout the course of the regular season and through the postseason – uh, that these guys have a legitimate connection that they built over the course of this season. I've seen Tannehill many times go and sit over in one of the wide receivers' lockers next to AJ and just talk to him on a Friday when it's very loose, it's very light, it's after practice, and they just want to catch up. Like Ryan Tannehill prioritizes AJ Brown and the connection that they have together. With Brady, they he demands a lot, and it totally changes the dynamic of quarterback and wide receiver. I, I think, if Brady goes in there, it's Tom Brady's show. That, without question, is going to be the case. Are you willing to sacrifice that for what might be the greater good? Tress, don't be a troll. He Tress says A.J. Brown over Henry. Did I just hear that no, right see, now? This is why see, I, that's why you don't I have to listen to words that people say because Buck clearly stated that on the roster right now, which does not include Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, or Jack Conklin, or any other free agent, on the roster right now, it's A.J. Brown is the best thing that they currently have. Okay, so make sure you listen to things and don't be ridiculous. No, this is why this is why I don't pay attention because if you're going to twist the words, uh, your words are not valuable to me. So don't put words in my mouth that don't exist. No, that's I, why I, that's why I don't pay attention. I, to I that, think so. I think AJ Brown's the type of guy who, you know, AJ Brown was said talked about how he felt he personally let Marcus Mariota down. Yes, he did. And then all of a sudden he had this great rapport with. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I, I think whatever quarterback walks through those do those doors there, AJ Brown's gonna be like, let's go score touchdowns and let me make your job easier. AJ Brown is a different breed. I actually listened to the six one five sessions you guys did yesterday with Alex Doherty of A to Z Sports and Teresa Walker, and Alex brought up all the wide receivers it's this so franchise bad. has drafted Ugh. in the top three rounds. He didn't say AJ Brown or Corey Davis because those guys have actually worked out. 
But guys like Doriel Green Beckham, even Taewon Taylor, Justin Hunter, Paul Williams, uh, Courtney Roby, Kenny Britt, even as talented as Kenny Britt was, guy was an absolute knucklehead. And, and A.J. Brown's a different breed than what all of those guys are and were. And so I think A.J. Brown would thrive with a guy like Tom Brady because and, that's the type of competitor that A.J. Brown is. And I think Corey Davis is the same type of guy, too. It's just he's a lot quieter than A.J. Yeah, he's just not as, he's not as outspoken. He's not as, he's not as out there as A.J. Brown is. And Rush My Luck brings up a very good point on Periscope. A.J. Brown, a lifelong Pats fan. Like, A.J. Brown loves Tom Brady. So they, there is a, there is, that is something that I had forgotten because there are videos of A.J. Brown celebrating the Patriots' last Super Bowl. He's a lifelong Pats fan. He, lo- he loves greatness, A.J. Brown. And as soon as I Brady said Corey greatness. Davis has worked out, a new comments would come in, like Chris said, has Corey Davis worked out, though? And somebody says Corey Davis is an underachiever. Look, Taylor Lewan said on the podcast with Bustin' with the Boys and Henry that Corey Davis was battling through a turf toe injury all year. We know he missed some time with a hip injury. But if you go look at all the big touchdowns that uh, A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry scored this year, 84 is right there pushing them along down the sideline, opening things up. And You like those long Derrick Henry runs? Yes. And, and Thank I, you, Corey I, Davis. Look, I know you don't draft a wide receiver fifth overall to help you bust 70-yard touchdown runs uh, with your running back, but Corey Davis is helping this team score points without being a key look into the offense. And there were several times, even even in the playoffs, where I saw Ryan Tannehill throw an incomplete pass to a different target when Corey Davis was wide the hell open at the first first down yard marker. So Corey Davis, I'm not saying he's going to be worth the $14 million. No, we're not saying he's worth it. Listen, I'm telling you right now, when the Titans go to make a decision before May 30th on Corey Davis and Adoree Jackson – Corey Davis's fifth-year option is not going to picked up, get picked up. I'm willing to put my name on that right here and right now. Right, but that doesn't mean that Corey Davis is not a good receiver for the Titans or can't be great next year. And that year. doesn't mean that he hasn't worked out. Have you not been in five playoff games with Corey Davis on the roster since he was drafted? Is that not the definition of, of yeah. building to work something out? Are you not in an AFC title game? Because Corey Davis has helped contribute to that roster. Don't be ridiculous. I, Corey Davis. I, I like Corey Davis. I think Corey Davis. And the quarterback is a doesn't freak. throw to him. That's one of the biggest frustrations of my year. The one thing that you could accuse Ryan Tannehill of not doing, he doesn't look at Corey Davis. And that's that's why I've always talked about how the wide receiver position is so difficult to to evaluate because they are the most dependent position in all of sports. Like so many things have to go correct for a wide receiver to get the football and to make a play with the ball. And Corey Davis has done a lot of the right things, but just happened to not be looked at where he could have picked up a first down or maybe he catches a pass and runs another 12 yards from it. So I think Corey Davis is very talented. Something that you coined the phrase earlier in the year that if Corey Davis isn't productive in 2019, it's not because of Corey Davis. It's because of user error. Operator error. Yeah. And the quarterback got benched. Operator error. Listen, Chris Stress says, I like CD, uh, but had super high hopes. Uh, but I can't. We got to stop with the excuses. We got to stop giving him the Mariota treatment. Listen, you can give him whatever kind of treatment you like. We know a little bit more about Corey Davis and Corey Davis's situation and the things that factor in to why Corey Davis is or had the year that Corey Davis had. And you can pass judgments from there if you would like. I will tell you right now that you are incorrect. And I'm telling you that, not to rub it in your face, but I know a little more. That's just the situation. And Dwayne says Tannehill can't throw to an unopened wide receiver, but that's also funny because Corey Davis, according to Pro Football Focus, created the most separation. He was like top five in the NFL wide receivers in separation created uh, per route. So Corey Davis was open. Ryan Tannehill was not looking at Corey Davis. Like, by the metrics, he's literally one of the most open wide receivers. Why was Ryan Tannehill not looking into Corey Davis? Maybe because Ryan Tannehill was taking second-team reps all of offseason and up until mid-October, and Corey Davis was working first-team reps, and A.J. Brown was probably working second-team reps. Does that make... You know who Ryan Tannehill also has a really good connection with? Anthony Ferkser. And Jonu Smith. Well, but Jonu Smith, to a lesser... Jonu Smith's catches are more like screens that are directly to Jonu Smith for design for him where Anthony Ferkser is running routes down the field and, and Tannehill's finding him because he and AJ were throwing, he was throwing to AJ and Ferkser in practice for months 
and not as much to Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys and other guys like that. So maybe if Tannehill does re-up with the Titans, maybe you can say Corey Davis has a better opportunity of having a bigger impact next season. Uh, Helm Donald says, you just found out he had turf toe, toe. Don't be a toolbox. I'm not talking about turf toe. Again, there are things that are not out there in the news cycle, and this is may, this may be not fair of me to do. There are things that are not out there in the news cycle for a reason. There are things that people aren't comfortable with reporting, and that's all I'll say about it. And that's what I know. That's <laughs> that's just the situation. So it's not being a Corey tool, Davis, Corey Davis doing had my a, job. Corey Davis had a tough year in 2019. Had a tough year. Hey, we'll and just, we'll leave it at we'll that. We'll leave it at that. He had a very difficult year in 2019. Turf, toe, hip, whatever. There's more to it as well. A to Z Sports here live. So overall, just to wrap up, put a bow on this question, who is better for the Titans franchise? Is it Ryan Tannehill or Tom Brady? Buck. Tannehill. I thought you were going to say Brady. I know. I thought you... Because I want it more. You, I want Tom Brady here more. But uh, Ryan, I, if you're talking about winning, and I think that matters more for the for all of the purposes uh, that we're talking about, whether it's make money, all, all of these things, the to to have something that people in Nashville care about associated with the Tennessee Titans, Tannehill represents a great deal of that for the Titans fans for the purposes of winning on the field and for economical purposes, Ryan Tannehill makes more sense, even though I would love to cover Tom Brady. That would make me so happy. Do you know what, what a circus uh, training camp was? You got you you were there with us. Oh, it was so much fun. Oh, my God, I mean, that hell, was crazy. We, like, we would go viral every week. And because all, because we, all anybody Tom, cares about is Tom, Tom Brady. Brady was here for two days, and we selfish. went viral twice. That's selfish. That's all I want. Oh, I, I know. Want that, sure, sure. <laughs> a to Z clicks. Sports here live on a Titans Thursday, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. Buck, you have five best fits for Marcus Mariota in free agency? I do. All right, let's get to that here. But first, let me tell you guys about RentersWarehouse.com. RentersWarehouse.com is where you should go to find out how much your current home can rent for because there are alternatives uh, to selling your house when you move out. You rent your house out. You do two things. Uh, you find another cash flow for you and your family, and you also continue to build equity in that home that you already own. RentersWarehouse.com, they do all of the work for you. They will go find that tenant. They will warranty the tenant. When they move out, they'll find the next tenant to move in, and they'll go on all the maintenance calls. they do everything in between. They collect the checks, and you just sit back and receive the money. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. Again, no upfront fees, no binding contracts for Renters Warehouse. Just one low monthly fee of 89 bucks a month, and they do everything for your rental property. It's a no-brainer, RentersWarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, powered by Tennessee Tickets, promo code AZ10 for $10 off on all of your sporting event and concert needs. Like the Preds game on Saturday, you buy tickets through our friends at Tennessee Tickets. You get to go free food, free booze at their part pregame party at the Hilton. Come hang out. I'll be there because I'm going, me and my girlfriend, I'm, she's going to her first Preds game. We're going to have a oh, great time. A little date night? A little date night. I, I hope the kiss cam finds you. I hope it does not because I don't want my bald head on the new Jumbotron. The new Jumbotron looks very nice. My bald head does they not. They would just mistake you for Nick Kale. <laughs> no, because Nick Kale's actually bald. <laughs> uh, we're talking here about Marcus Mariota on the move. I saw uh, Paul Kaharski wrote about potential landing spots for Marcus Mariota. Mariota is obviously going to be somewhere not Nashville, Tennessee, here in the upcoming season. And I have five spots that, based off reading Paul, because I don't want well, I don't want it to think because it's it, it is influenced by sure. what Paul wrote. Okay, that, that's fair. So and, I don't want to act like I'm also, just this is a this is totally original content. No, no, for sure. But also last weekend, Zach Reagan wrote at our website based on what Mel Kiper said uh, last week yeah. that uh, Marcus Mariota. It might be one of your five, so I'm not going to ruin that. It might be one of your five, but Mel Kuyper had an opinion about where Mariota could be a fit. Jabu says keep Mariota. Well, that's not going to happen. It's not going to so happen. So I just wanted to say that. Now we can move on. The Titans are not it. So and buck. so now we can now we can all breathe. Yes. Okay. The buck <laughs> proceed. Okay. So the five teams that make sense for Marcus Mariota. I'll give them to you, and then we'll go through them individually for why I think they make the most Sounds sense. Sounds good. Number one, Chicago. And in no particular order. These are not power. Alphabetical right. order? <laughs> well, they might be. Uh, Chicago, Las Vegas, New England, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those five teams make the most sense. Chicago, uh, Las Vegas, New England, Los Angeles, and Pittsburgh. I, I've had I had trouble almost not saying Oakland and San Diego in that. So that's why you just it. say Bears, Raiders, Pats, Chargers, Steelers. That's probably the easier way. To do it. <laughs> Bears, Raiders, Pats, Chargers, Steelers. So Mel Kiper 
uh, said last week on the first draft podcast with Todd McShay that he thinks it would make sense for Marcus Mariota to go to the Las Vegas Raiders because John Gruden, those two guys work with John Gruden at ESPN, especially with draft process, uh, that uh, John Gruden loved Mariota coming out of Oregon. John Gruden currently not thrilled not ecstatic about what Derek Carr is. Nor with, is Derek Carr, by no, the way. Yeah, Derek Carr not happy. <laughs> so so that could be something, and how Kuiper put it is Mariota could pull Tannehill in Las Vegas the way that Ryan Tannehill came to Nashville, overtook the incumbent, had a resurgence and a rebirth in his career. Could Marcus Mariota be the same type of thing uh, with the Raiders under John Gruden? That, so that's kind of what Kuiper said. So what are your other uh, thoughts on these? So when you look at Chicago, the the schematic fit in terms of offense and what Matt Nagy likes to do. Now, it made a lot more sense when Mark Helfrich uh, was the offensive coordinator in Chicago. That's no longer the case. But conceptually, there's still a lot that works really well. And I think that Mariota, if, if you're talking about spots where Mariota could Tannehill, Somebody, Mitch Trubisky, it sounds like every Very comment ma- every comment uh, made is just to protect Mitch Trubisky's confidence. Right. And I think that that is a situation in which that could lead to Marcus Mariota playing meaningful snaps if they had to yank Trubisky. So, no Helfrich in Chicago, but Matt Nagy is a disciple of Andy Reid, and a lot of people think that Mariota could have been a fit as a backup to Mahomes in Kansas City. Right. But that's not on your list of five. So we've gone through the Raiders and we've gone through the Bears. Uh, so looking at New England, what they're looking for is a more mobile, more, uh, more, a younger, viable option at quarterback that they believe is coachable. All of those things are Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is 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 do your job Patriots way to a T. He's never said an interesting thing in his life. God Don't bless question him. the coach. Don't question the coach. Marcus Mariota is not going to question the coach. Bill Belichick will be able to mold Marcus Mariota. Uh, Josh McDaniels will be able to mold Marcus Mariota. And, and Josh McDaniels, because he's going to be back there next year, is a smart enough offensive mind to tailor things the way that he did with Tom Brady to Marcus Mariota's skill set. It makes a lot of All sense. Right. Does it make sense if Brady is back, though? No. It so, does not make so sense. So the if Patriots Brady is back. are only an option if Tom Brady goes elsewhere. Correct. Currently, though, they only have one quarterback under contract. And that's Jerry Stidham, who they drafted in like the third round, maybe second, Correct. Like second, third, something like that. And to be honest, I don't know how the Patriots feel about Jared Stidham, but I don't think they would feel as good about Jared Stidham as they would. So Marcus are you saying Mariota as a starter in New England? I think if, that would be absolutely something. I, I think that's absolutely a possibility that would exist. If Tom Brady goes elsewhere, I think Marcus Mariota could start for the New England Patriots. All right, so a couple uh, dominoes on that one. So now you've. We've so there through, are dominoes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but still. So Bears, Raiders, Pats. What about the Chargers? The Chargers make sense because, above all else, West Coast. Marcus Mariota, at every opportunity, goes to LA, goes to the West Coast, spends his time and his offseason there whether it's proximity to Hawaii when he's not physically on the islands. Marcus Mariota loves Los Angeles, loves the West Coast, and I think comfort level for Marcus Mariota in particular is as important as opportunity to play. I think that's a real thing with how things got jostled here in Nashville. I think that Marcus Mariota's circle of trust would be more comfortable with him in Los Angeles and with him on the West Coast. The West Coast just fit. I mean, it just vibes with Marcus Mariota a little better than all of these other options because these other options, Marcus is going to be under under the microscope in a way that he was not here in Nashville. Now, the thing about the Chargers, and Donald says the Chargers have a worse offensive line than the Titans. The Titans have a solid offensive line. The Chargers, not so much. And also, the Chargers are drafting top 10 and are probably going to draft a quarterback in that spot. So would that mean Marcus Mariota would be competing with Justin Herbert? Uh, well, he wouldn't duck, be. Duck v. Duck? He, he would not be competing with him. He would be second chair to him. But right. I think so, if we're talking about landing spots, that makes that makes a lot of sense. If it's as much about comfort level, because that's not as, that's not an opportunity. That's, at, that's more about comfort level with an opportunity that exists. Uh, and then finally, I heard Paul talk about this yesterday, and it was mentioned in his uh, in his write-up. Yeah, and Colton says, can't wait for you to hear what you have to say about the Steelers, Buck. I, I don't like it. I don't think I – it of the five, it's my least favorite, 
because that is not an environment that would breed well with all that Marcus Mariota is. Ben Roethlisberger is not going to do anything to help Marcus Mariota to thrive and to have an opportunity. But if he is in a situation where he is next in line, he's better than Duck Hodges. He's better than Mason Rudolph. The Steelers are not in a position to draft a quarterback that they can plug and play right away. Roethlisberger, we have no idea what his elbow situation is. And they do have a wide receiver that you don't necessarily rely on pinpoint accuracy for. Juju Smith-Schuster is a go-up-and-get-the-ball. He's a big slot. He's kind of like A.J. Brown. A lot of the comparisons that exist. Now, would it take time for Marcus to get comfortable with those players and find uh, find, uh, a rhythm and a routine? Sure. But it helps that they have one of the best offensive lines in football for a long, long time now. All of those players are they're running back. Yeah. It and, makes a and, lot of sense yeah. if you're talking about opportunity to play. Marcus Mariota may may have a chance with the Steelers. I think the Steelers have, well, I guess the Raiders had this too. The one thing that Marcus Mariota needs. The Steelers have James Conner. The Raiders have Josh Jacobs. I don't I'm not I'm not that high on James Conner, though. I know he had like a good James year. James Conner, uh, man. Well, that's because James Offensive Conner, line. That's, James uh, Conner doesn't have a lot of sex appeal, but James Conner just gets things done. He reminds me of Fluellen. Like, he reminds what? me of a better Fluellen. He's so much better than David Fluellen. I know I know he's better than Fluellen, but he reminds me the running style of David Fluellen. Like, I feel like you could find well, that like, a lot of the, places. David Fluellen's running style is not the problem. His running style is fine. It's the fact that he's not as can't talented. can't get on the field. <laughs> it's, it's the fact that David Fluellen played at Toledo, and David Fluellen is a practice squad guy. Like, that's not personal against David Fluellen. But his running, James, you know what? David Fuellen's running style is like James Conner. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> no, you don't get to flip it on its head like that. That's I absolutely, not how it works. I ab- it is actually, it's absolutely how it works. Because James Conner is a beast. I don't know how many, how many Pitt Panthers games you were watching in the past several Well, years. no, I know I know a fair amount about James Conner because his his story is one of the more fascinating it is. Uh, in all of football. But I was watching James Conner before the cancer stuff like at Pitt. That guy was and a I freak. And I wasn't, admittedly. And, and that guy was a beast. He went through and he beat cancer. Then he came back and he beat more people in the ACC on the football field. Now he, he's beating people up in the NFL. Yeah, he's behind a good offensive line. But James Conner is still very good. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying it reminds me a lot of Fluella. Like I see a lot of similarities in the running style, and that doesn't that's, that, that, that you, what you're saying doesn't connote sex appeal to me. So in I, no way does James Conner represent sex appeal. Out of the five, I think the Raiders make the most sense for Marcus Mariota. I do too. I do too because because I mean, and and we don't want to assign any kind of predictability uh, to uh, to John Gruden. John Gruden is not a predictable individual, but he does favor unconventional quarterbacks. Marcus Mariota would be an unconventional pick for John Gruden, I think. It makes sense because of the West Coast. Now, Las Vegas is a much different place than Los Angeles is, especially Chargers versus Raiders and how much people are going to be paying attention to that team. I don't know if Marcus Mariota, you you know, you wouldn't have to worry about him getting in trouble at Las Vegas. Marcus Mariota's never drank a beer. And and you know what? He would help your other players because Marcus Mariota would be the DD. He does that. Regularly. And that's the thing. <laughs> if I'm if I'm the Raiders, if I'm Mike Mayock, I'm sitting there, which is still funny to think about Mike Mayock being the Raiders GM. But if I'm Mike Mayock, I'm like I can keep my players in in line better because Marcus Mariota's here around to be all time Uber and and just all time dri- and just driving. He's all time quarterback and he's all time Uber. Marcus <laughs> Mariota in Las Vegas makes too much sense. Uh, uh, let's see. Chris says he'll sign with the Chargers. Tylen brings up the Carolina Panthers. Uh, that's interesting. I think Mariota would look awesome in a Panthers uniform, flying around, flying Hawaiian in that teal and black and silver. It looks pretty sweet. Those, but, those uniforms are sick. I like that stadium too. I really enjoyed going down to I've Carolina. Been to a, I've been year. to a soccer uh, game in that stadium before. Yeah. That's about it. All right, it is eSports. It is Magic Bucket time. Oh. Buck is in for the Magic Bucket. Which, oh, I have it over here by yeah, me. Yeah, I was about to say, I was trying to peek around you like very casually to figure out where the where no, the bucket was. I, I, it's, this is, this is, Zach Bingham is a coward for, for skipping every Magic Bucket time that I need to fill, or every time I need to fill in it is a Magic Bucket day. I hate, I hate Zach Bingham. Well, Zach's got very good reason to why he's not here today. Okay. So well, yeah, I will let you undo the thing things and get the get out of the Ziploc bag right. in there. Uh, but Zach added, uh, I think he said like a dozen entries to the magic bucket this week and then said, peace out. 
Uh, so Zach will be back Monday. He's out in, in Texas for a family funeral. So uh, you got to dump this in the bucket. I don't know how this works. You, you gotta, Why you, is the bag in there? Because the we because we travel with a bucket, and if the bucket's in my car and this and See, they're not this in a baggie, what... then then all the things are just in the back seat of my car, all flying around with the windows down. Like that. Austin and Zach are the best because working with Austin and Zach is like working with mom and dad. Austin Austin is very mother, mothering in terms of everything needs to be in this place for this reason and at this specific time. It's going to be okay, buddy. We're going to well, make I'm just it. saying. I have to carry around the damn bucket, and I don't want sheets of paper flying around the backseat of my car because the bucket peep, uh, pieces are not And wash bucket. your own dishes too, damn it. Well, it's funny because somebody uh, said, uh, Danny says, is Austin playing Zach today on the show? No. Maybe I, I've taken more of the Zach role Well, on the show, I just, I don't yell. Like, it's just, the, yell it's like just the sliding scale of the energy levels of us. Like, you are a more chill person yeah. than me. I am a more chill person than Zach. Yeah. So, therefore, when Zach is gone and you're in for Zach, I seem like the crazy one because Zach is not there compared true. to you. It's true. Now, you get opposite ends of the scale if you and Zach do a show together. I feel like that would be very high energy. <laughs> I feel like it would be very loud. <laughs> All right, Magic Bucket coming up here. Uh, TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. Uh, Bucks going to the Preds game uh, Saturday night. So TennesseeTickets.com. Again, uh, free food, free drinks if you buy tickets to the Preds game Saturday night uh, from TennesseeTickets.com. That's right next door, literally next door at the downtown Hilton. Nobody else you buy a ticket from is going to give you free food and free drinks. And I'm not talking about, like, sodas. I'm talking about, like, free open bar. Like, not open bar, but a full bar available for you uh, via TennesseeTickets.com. So you will get free drinks and free food uh, thanks to TennesseeTickets.com. Promo code AZ10 is where to go uh, to save another $10 off. So... Are you I, picking for me first, or am I picking for you? How does this work? You pick for me first. I'll go last. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, you'll go last, okay. I guess. Yeah, I will pick for you first. Magic bucket here on an A to Z Sports Thursday. What have we drawn here? Ah, okay. Is this a new one? Uh, this is not bad. Go to Walgreens and get a blackhead strip for your nose. Put on for the allotted time and then rip off. That's wildly uncomfortable. A, a black oh, it's the things that removes black. Remove the blackheads from your nose. It's gonna hurt like hell. You're not gonna enjoy that. Wait, but it's not. It's a at least it's a productive one. But what, do I do I just do that now? Like when, it does. Do well, it I assume I assume you have to do it on the show. Right? It would have to be something that takes place on tomorrow's show. Is that what it says? It does not say anything. Well, then Zach messed up. It does not specify time. What's, okay. I mean, I, do I have to do that? Do you want to do that tomorrow? No, I don't. Because, <laughs> look, Zach's not here to create the rules as he goes. I just have to do this. Yeah. You just have to do it. This is no time I don't have no to do this on the specific. show tomorrow. Now, it would be better for the show if I did it on the show tomorrow. That's up to but you. But I'm allowed to be selfish and not do that on the show tomorrow. Look at you. Skirting the consequences of the magic bucket. That's exactly right. Which is, <laughs> which means I'm screwed now. All right. Yeah. It's, Aruf says yes on the show. That's uh, up to me. Damn it. I, I'll, I'll think about that. Me. I'll think about that. All right. Uh, okay. What do we got? This he cut these in such like tiny. Yeah. He he did a very. <laughs> All right, so this is this is good because you will be on the show tomorrow. So okay. You just have to, and it's also funny because you had to shave your head. Wear your hat of choice on tomorrow's show. Oh, I just happen to have a new hat that I like that I may or may not wear on the show tomorrow. Or I have a variety of hats now that I'm a big hat guy, big hat guy with a lack of uh, with a lack of hats to have, or uh, or really a reason to have wearing hats because I uh, I've had hair for so long and now I don't and it's very disorienting. I, I wonder I wonder if I should put on your hat. That's my hat for next week. I think yeah I was about to say I, to, I don't want to spoil the yeah. surprise. So next week as we've made a bunch of bets over the course of the 2019 football season, next week is when I will pay off uh the biggest loss of my year. Yeah. So uh I will So this is a very inconsequential mag magic bucket. I know it's very tame. This is because <laughs> mellow, Zach, right? Zach, <laughs> Zach dropped his in the bucket and he goes, we're all screwed. And I'm like, okay, so you know dramatic. what to expect, but like a blackhead, blackhead strip, strip is not scary. It's so, actually good for your skin. Yeah. I've never done one before, so I don't know how to necessarily work. Uh, I have, I it's, uh, so it, Bobby says, do it on the show. Mike, John Michael says video or didn't happen. Robert says, yep, do that on the show tomorrow. You know, that's what Zach meant, but just because Zach meant it doesn't mean he said it. 
Uh, I'm surprised he's not in here watching to make sure that we do this. Orlando <laughs> said record it and put it on the A to Z Instagram. Uh, Scott says do it, Austin. So, look, I, because I'm a team player, I will do that on the show tomorrow. Oh, look I at you. Know. You caved to public pressure. Well, that's because I, I know what's Say best. no to peer we, pressure. Look, we spent a long time asking who's better for the Titans organization. Is it Ryan Tannehill or Tom Brady? We're trying to find out that answer. I know the answer what's better for A to Z sports. What's better for A to Z sports is for me to humiliate myself on camera as often as possible. Yes. So I'm a team player because I also own the company. So it's what's better for ADZ Sports is also what's better for me. It's not going to be humiliating. Humiliating is just going to be uncomfortable. I just don't know how long I, that has to be on. Well, there. find out tomorrow. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> yes, under peer pressure, I folded. If you want to call that folding. We, or just saying I'm setting myself we, up better in the long run. He caved. <laughs> It's, it just and your skin's going to be better at. now on a Friday, yes. heading into the weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tomorrow is Friday. That's awesome. A to Z Sports here live on a Thursday, Titans Thursday. Thanks for Buck for sitting in today and tomorrow. So be back tomorrow to find out uh, how long I have to keep this blackhead strip on my nose. And what hat I choose to wear. That's right. All right, uh, Buck's back tonight with an A to Z Sports primetime. Last one of the week. Last one of the week. Then you're back tomorrow morning. And then uh, 615 Sessions podcast. Yes, and we, uh, we will have confirmation on a very, very special guest soon. So rate, review, and subscribe to the 615 Sessions podcast. You're going to want to hear that. Derek Henry related. Yes. Uh, Thursday means Big Orange podcast episode is now out. I Charlie, saw it in my feed this Charlie morning. Charlie Burris and Zach Reagan. Another good episode with those guys. Big Orange podcast. Uh, the Big Orange podcast, the Preds Nash cast from Alex Jordan and Chris Link are also in the A to Z sports feed and then Buck's feed, the 615 Sessions podcast as well. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Buck will see you tonight. Thanks for watching. See you later. Peace and love.